don't know what I'm going to do. In many ways, in many ways, this is kind of an illustration of our lives. We're trying to get into God's new future while we're carrying the baggage of the past. That's not something that's always so easy to do. In fact, it's impossible to get through to God's future if we keep carrying the baggage of the past. Look with me, if you will, Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah 43. We'll begin reading in verse 16. This is what the Lord says. He who made you through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew you out the chariots and horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and owls, because I will provide water in the desert, streams in the wasteland, to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Father, I pray that you'd help us as we look at in our series of new beginnings dealing with old baggage help us today right here to be able to walk out those doors and leave old baggage of the past with you and not take it with us Move as only you can. Thank you in your name. We're trying to move into God's future, the one he's already got planned out, the one that we already has reservations for. Kind of like, you know, you're going to the hotel. You got uh, God's already made reservations for your future and what he has in store. But if we keep holding on to the baggage of the past, we'll never be able to enter into that. That's, that's what he's saying at the very uh, beginning part of this. See, I am doing a new thing. In verse 19, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? That's the new he wants to do. But verse 18 tells us how to get to that new. And verse 19 and verse 18 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the, pla- on the past. So the solution is to just drop it. Drop the baggage of the past before you can pick up the new that God wants you to do. To be stuck carrying the past that we are talking about today is not the past that deals with things that were good, that deals with the wonders of yesterday. That was last week's message. Today, we're talking about the past that was not good, that was bad, 
if you will, the blunders of yesterday, not the wonders. We're getting stuck in the bad things. We're get, continually staring behind us in the rearview mirror at the wreck that took place in our life in the past. And as we continue to stare in that rearview mirror at the wreck that took place in the past, all we're going to do is cause an accident to take place in our future that lies ahead. We're too busy blaming our past for our present that we crash our future. This year, we've been talking about fighting for joy. Our previous series had something to deal with this, and one of the greatest drains on our joy has to do with our relationships. And we've talked about that and the forgiveness and encourage you to look at that. In some respects, it all ties together as we think about what we're talking about today. You see, we miss out on the joys of today because we're so focused on the sorrows of yesterday. We need to drop the baggage of the past if we're going to drink the joys of the present that God has for us. And since that's the message, just laid out very simply right there, right then, this before you. And it comes down to the fact that it's your choice. A life that rejoices or a life that regrets. What are you going to live? What is it? What happens the majority of the time you're talking with other people about your life? Is it focused on the good or is it focused on the bad? Or is it about things we're joyful about or things just that we regret? Are we fussing about the past, which includes yesterday? Are we fussing about the past that we never get to fight for joy? We get this negative habit of the way we just focus on the past. And, and, and what we're doing is we're planting seeds. Each time that we continue to bring up the past, each time that we continue to just dwell on that and understand, I said, you need to go back to that series where we're talking about reconciliation needs to take place and there are things that need to take place in that respect. But oftentimes that's not what's happening. We just keep the past, not necessarily even with somebody, with just what happens. And every time we're planting these seeds of discontent that eventually grow up, to be weeds that just take over your life. It's no wonder we don't experience joy. And it's not just our future. They all knew that God wants to do that this old baggage is uh, messing up, so to speak. You see, the, the thing is that this baggage that you try to take with you also can mess up the present. It messes up just trying to live your life. Hey, how you doing, man? Now, I'll I'll go in uh, and I'll be good. Okay, listen. Uh, No, yeah, yeah, I'll try not. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I I just, I really, uh, really appreciate you guys. You know, you're you're really special to me and, and I hope you don't mind. Uh, what goes on here? Oh, sorry about that. God, uh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? It might be a little tight here, so I, I'm going to just 
I'm just going to move out. And You know, it's a little difficult to make friends and keep friends carrying around this baggage. You know, it, it, it's kind of a funny illustration, but the fact is, as we're trying to make it through life, this is what it's like. We're trying to, to, to get close to somebody. Hey, here, uh, how you doing? Uh, yeah, no, wait. Um, it, it, it gets in the way. We're letting our past get in the way of, of present relationships and working with people. In fact, the reality is, what I just did is a good illustration of many marriages. You say, uh, and think about that for a moment. While I take a break. In many ways it is. It's a, a reflection of a marriage relationship that, that is weighed down in the things of the past. We blame the problems that we're experiencing on the other person is just rude. The other person is not nice. The other person is pushing. The other person is bumping into my life. The other person is, 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 is hitting me. Not literally. Obviously, that shouldn't happen. The other person is, is, is knocking. You know, it's just kind of causing me grief. And not to say that's not true, that the other person is doing all those things. But there's a deeper truth that's happened. And the deeper truth is that this knocking into you that this other person is doing is not so much a personal attack against you. You take it personal, but the reality is it's more about their baggage that they have brought into this relationship that they're knocking into you with. Or perhaps it's your baggage that's getting in the way and causing problems between you and them. As we just pass pain on from our past to the people in our present. And while we're on the subject, uh, as we think about this, are you moving into God's new but taking your old baggage? Uh, I want you to think about this. I'm talking about it because it's something that's got to be said. Let's make sure that we're clear that this talk about dropping our baggage, dropping the past and moving on into God's future is not based on the twisted think about yourself first fleshly philosophy that's out there. You know, we talk about, oh, we got to get rid of the past and move into the, yeah, the new, and that that's all sounds good. What I'm saying is the baggage that we're getting rid of is not the person that you've had a problem with in the past. For example, as it deals with our spouses. To say drop the past it's not to say drop your spouse so that you can find somebody new. You know, that's the new. I'm going to move on to something new. 
That's not God's way. None of this as we talk about, as we live our life, should be outside of what the Word of God is telling us and helping us to move in so that we make it to God's new preferred future for us and what He wants to do. we got to get past the bitterness and not just pack up and move on to a new relationship. I'm sure at first... Because people do that, right? That's what they do. And it doesn't usually work out. Although at first, everything seems good. Well, I've got this new relationship, and boy, they're nothing like the old person. I mean, they're nothing like it. It was It's just amazing, and they're just so... And then it doesn't take long before you start unpacking the bags that you brought into your relationship... And it starts infecting that relationship with the poison of the past. Even though it was all the other person, it doesn't matter. You brought the bags with you. And you end up hurting that relationship. The new life God has for you is with the spouse now. Drop the bitterness. Drop the baggage. Don't drop the person. You hear somebody say, well, I had joy. You talk about joy, Pastor. I had joy. I had joy before, before this or that happened. Whatever it is, fill it in. And before this or that happened, I had joy. And now all I want to do is just try to catch a train back to that joy. But what if the real issue is that your joy was always rooted in something else other than Jesus? If in the past your joy was rooted in this person, your joy was rooted in this circumstances, in this job, in something you had, you're going to go back and it's not going to be there. You're not going to find it. We make the mistake that thinking somehow if we change our external circumstances, whether we go back to the way it was or we try to go forward into something else, that that we try to go without problems, without the people that we had, then we will be all better. And life will be joy. But life will never be joy if we are not finding our joy in Jesus. And it doesn't matter whether you are on the mountaintop or in the valley, if you're with Jesus truly finding the joy in Him, not in something that is outward, but something that is inward, in you. And you'll not be able to move on. The joy, our joy, should not come from our situations. It should come from our Savior. And it can. It can. You know what, what's happened is that we've become baggage collectors. Collecting bad baggage of bad choices, bad circumstances, bad people, bad, bad, whatever it is. And we just keep holding on to it more and more, more of the past pain, more of the past problems. And then we allow other people to throw stuff on our back as well, load other baggage on us that, that we weren't even anticipating carrying. And somehow many think, I've got to keep that baggage. 
I mean, it's not that we pretend that it didn't exist. I'm not saying that you hide. You can hide the past. But you don't have to hold on to the past. We've carried around this bag for so long, it just seems like it's a part of us. Don't even notice, you know. I don't even notice that i got a bag. Most of the time. In fact, we think this is the way we have to live. If that's the way life is, our past, whatever happened in our past, all the bad things, we just carry it with us. We think that's the way life is. But what we read here in Isaiah 43 is forget the past. Remember not the things of old. He's telling us very plainly. Some wouldn't know what it's like to not live with regret or shame or guilt. For some, if they didn't have the pain of the past, they wouldn't feel at all. That's not the life that God had planned for you. We become so weighed down with the pain of the past. But not just us personally. You realize that this happens with churches. It happened with churches because this is really ultimately written to Israel, to God's people as a whole, not just to individuals and what we're looking at this morning. Isaiah 43 is saying to God's people as a whole, listen, you may have experienced a painful past, No, not may. You have experienced a painful past. It's time to drop it. He says that to Israel. He says that to us. In fact, not just there, but it's in the New Testament as well. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 says this, and it challenged, But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, pressing forward by faith, But it becomes difficult, more and more difficult, because the the more we get loaded down with the baggage of the past, we just end up carrying more. It's like, well, I can handle that, or that's not that, that, that bad, and we just think that's the normal part of life. But that's not the abundant life that Jesus talked to us about. Us walking around or looking like this guy on the screen, that's not the new creation that we read about in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that God said He created us to be. That's not a new creation. That's not His plan. And unfortunately, what happens is, is the longer we hold on to the bags, the baggage of the past, it becomes like a magnet. And it just attracts other bags. And we get more and more loaded uh, upon us. And it's not addition that we get. It's more like multiplication that happens. We don't just have something added to us. It's like the longer we live as a baggage collector, it just multiplies. Does that make sense? Does it sound right to think, but that's what goes on. It's not going to get better. The longer you hold on to the bag, it's only going to get more and more. We grasp even thinking through the multiplication up there. 
How many of you, just let me ask you, have noticed that the first equation is wrong? Okay, I want you to think about this. Follow me. I got eight of them right. But you noticed the one that was wrong. In fact, how many of you, the first thing you noticed was the wrong one? Right? The first thing you noticed was the wrong. That is the way we live our lives. Are you hearing me? I know that was wrong. I mean, to some degree, it's more like addition instead of multiplication. It may be wrong, but I'm not wrong. It may be wrong. I may have failed at doing that, but I'm not a failure. Because that doesn't matter. And there's so much in life that doesn't matter that we make mistakes at. And yet people are all right there ready to put a bag on you about the wrong that you have done because that's what we do. We see the wrong. We see the bad. We do not see the eight other or even acknowledge it in people's lives. Are you with me? Hopefully you're with me because that wasn't a mistake. That was a point. And we see how we live our life. And that's how we live our life towards ourselves as well. The baggage we pick up is the bad, is the wrong. We don't pick up the good stuff. That's not the first thing we notice. It's not the end of the world that four times one says up there is equal five. It's not sin that I put four times one equals five. It's a mistake, but it's not sin. And sometimes in our lives, we've got to know the difference between what are mistakes and what is sin, between what's wrong and what's a crime and what's sin. Are you hearing me? Because so many times, well, the past that we're bringing with us that we regret are things that God doesn't have a problem with. In fact, it's not just that God has forgiven you. He didn't even have to forgive you about that thing. But you have a problem forgiving yourself for that mistake, for going the wrong direction, for doing this when you should have done that. You know, it's all about the would have, should have, could have in our life. It was a mistake. Maybe perhaps not just a mistake. Maybe... As we see, sometimes it was something that we felt like was a wrong turn, but it was God directing that path. All a part of what He was trying to do to prepare you for the new that He wants you to do. What's happening now? Are you ready for what will happen in the future? And when we're willing to just drop it, we can find out that there's mistakes of the past are not greater than God's power to bring about His future. Whatever your mistakes of your past, it is not greater than God's power to bring you into His future that He wants for you in your life. That's the Romans 8.28 that we hear about so often, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. 
We can see the things that seem like they were meant for evil. God is able to bring about good in. Like Genesis 50. Your past was painful. It was hard. But the weight of it can knock you down. There's going to be things that happen in our life where we're going to trip. And maybe even fall. But when we're carrying all that baggage, when we trip and fall, we fall hard. So hard that sometimes we just don't think we can get up. We can't possibly pick ourselves up with all that weight on us. And we begin to lose hope. Hope that God, the God of the new, can do something. The God who says to us that all things are possible. Carrying the past baggage around makes it nearly impossible to find victory today because we're so focused on the defeats of yesterday. Wallowing in our past will never lead us to winning in our future. Are you with me? It's not going to happen. Isaiah 43, verse 18 says, Don't dwell on, don't diligently think about or consider the past. The old stuff, King James says, the things of old. Which includes the ways of old, the old man, the old self, the old past. Just as our past should not defeat us now, so too our past should not define us now. And we can say, well, that's not who I am. That's who I was. But even in that, we're missing it because what defines us should not be about what we do or what we've done. What defines us is God, our Creator, our Father. If you feel like, I'll never get it right, I'll never be enough, I I failed so many times, I am a failure. But our worth is not based on what we've done. Our, Our present joy, our future victory is not found by looking inward at ourselves and somehow. We've tried that, it doesn't work, not for long. What happens is looking to God, the God who says He will never fail. We can focus on how we deal with that past wrong. And and in fact, uh, we will. Two weeks from now, next week, it's Mother's Day. Will you join us for Mother's Day? We may even have to work some parking out because it's even full out there today. But two weeks from now, I really want us to come back to this kind of thing, except not just talking about the past in general, but talking about the... uh, the baggage set, the, the, the matched baggage set of sin, guilt, and shame. They always seems to come together as a package deal. And perhaps you know someone that's struggling with their past, something in the past that just the sin, the guilt, something that they did, and the guilt and the shame just continues to overwhelm them. That God wants to set them free from that. 
to allow them to move from regret to rejoice and to make all things new. You know, uh, someone might uh, respond that, how do I forget the past? How do, how do I drop this past uh, of the failure when I'm having to deal with consequences that I have to live with from the past? And let's face it, there are times that you will have to live with consequences from your past. There are some things that that is the reap what you sow. There are some things that happen and we have those consequences that we may have to live with even for the rest of our life. Maybe something that we did and it's hurt us physically. Maybe it's something that we did and it's hurt us legally. And what's going on with that? We have to live with those consequences, but we can choose how we respond to them. The consequences of the past that we're facing right now can either remind us of how bad we were and how bad things were in the past or they can remind us that we are not the same person. Yeah, it's reminded of what I was, but it just shows me what I'm not. I'm not that person I was then. I am a new creation. The consequences of the past just give us an opportunity to praise God. We can let it take us down or we can lift it up and say, Lord, I praise you for what you've done in my life, that it's not the same. I'm not the same. Yes, I have to live with this, but it just reminds me of your goodness, of your grace. I have a choice. I can either regret or I can rejoice, and I want to choose to rejoice. We don't have, we may have to live with the consequences, but we don't have to live in the past. We can be healed. We can live now if we change our focus. You know, what's ironic is that there are some who try to get away from their past, you know, they, they want to move on. They, they run away from the, the past pain, the past wrong, the past relationship, the past problems, the tough circumstances. They just quit. It's like, I know I should not be staying in the past. I get a good, I got to get away from that. And so, you know, it, it's kind of like this. Here. They find themselves in a bad place. Okay? You're in the bad place. A lot of bad stuff. I got to get away from this past. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run from the past. I'm going to put the past behind me. I'm heading out. Except for one problem. And what we don't realize. We're, we're, we're running away from the past, but we packed our bags before we left. We're still taking it with us. We've still got this baggage of the past. Isaiah and Philippians talks about forgetting, letting go, running, and pressing forward. But we can't press forward and run like the Philippians talks about unless we drop, let go of the past. And you hear some people talk about, you know what, I really tried to leave the past behind. I, I've just tried to run away from that. I just tried to get, I, I've done everything I can. 
And while they're talking with me, I can see the baggage hanging off their shoulder. Not literally, obviously. But you can just see it. They tried to get away. They said, I don't understand why the past just keeps following me. It feels like the past is chasing me. No. Here's what needs to happen. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. You hear that? Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. We have to lay aside every weight, and then, then we run. We need to, uh, John Maxwell is famous for saying, yesterday ended last night. We need to recognize that. Yesterday ended last night. It's a new day. Let's live like it. Let's turn the page, as we talked about last week. Turn from the past hurt, past pains, past problems. Turn to God's new page that He wants for you. Close the door on the failures of the past and have faith in the future that Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, is able to write a new chapter. We can say that there were one of these people who were not hanging on to the baggage of the past, and yet if it just keeps getting brought up, if we get, keep talking about it, if we just keep thinking about it, maybe we still got a bag that we're hanging on to. And we can make all kinds of excuses of why we keep bringing up the past. But it still shows that we're still there. We haven't dropped it. And in fact, for some people, they so much don't want to drop that past, they so much want to just kind of keep that past alive, is that they just keep handing that baggage off to others around them, passing it on. You say, I'm not carrying the baggage. No, that's because you just gave it to your spouse, or that's because you just gave it to your coworker. You're not carrying the baggage. You just gave them the baggage of your past, weighing down your family weighing down your church from entering into the doors that God wants to do a new thing. I know that there's many of us that have dropped many of our bags of the past, the majority of them. But the reality is, I think most of us probably still have a carry-on. You know what I'm talking about? Most of us still have a carry-on. You know, that thing that we're still carrying on about. Uh, Still carrying about this or about that. It's something that we really haven't let go of. And while most of our life is free from baggage and we're able to move, we're not fully experiencing the freedom, the joy, the peace that God wants to bring. I know some people say, no, not, not me, I, I, I'm, I'm good, I, I, I've definitely moved on, I, I don't have a carry-on, I don't have anything, uh, I don't have any problem, I, I am not the same person I was in the past and all the pain that it caused me, I am different, 
Uh, I am, I'm not stuck in the past anymore. And you know what? You're right. You are different than you were. And, and, and the past doesn't have that same effect that, you know, a, a year ago or five years ago that it had on you. There has been change that's taken place. But the unrecognized reality is that you're still carrying the past with you because every time something even comes close to what happened to you, you think, oh, no. Somebody says something. Somebody does something. It's like, oh, this is, this is not happening again. Somebody says something happens in the circumstance, oh, this is just like what happened in the past, and this is not... And, and we get so upset. It's not just that we're remembering and somehow thinking, well, this is what happened and I'm just being, I'm just uh, uh, telling you the facts. There are feelings that come up inside of you when somebody says or does something. The same feelings you had in the past. But if we have truly have forgiven, if we have, just like God does for us, buried our sins, buried the past in the depths of the sea... If that's where it is, why are the emotions so close to you right now about this or that that's being said? Why? Because we're still carrying a bag. And most of the time it doesn't affect our lives. Most of the time we don't have it. But when somebody says this or somebody does this or this happens, that's when we start to unpack. We open it up. And look at it and remember, oh yeah, what this person did to me and what this person said to me. And we allow the devil, the deceiver to come in and to get a foothold, although we do plenty good without his help. We can convince ourselves that we put the past behind us. But quite literally, it just keeps coming up. Because it is behind us. Right here. To say we need to drop the baggage of the past if we're going to drink the joy of the present is not to minimize whatever pain that you've gone through. It doesn't minimize that. It doesn't take away the horrible thing that was done or said to you or whatever like that. And again, that's from the other series before. I'm not trying to minimize. There were things that happened. Deeply hurt. But we're not going to get over it and move on if we're not willing to drop it. Otherwise, we just carry around regret. We just continue to carry around a continual sadness about the way things are. And we never experience the continual gladness about the way things can be. And so we have to make the choice to just drop it. Well, you know... We kind of like have times where, well, I have, I've got one foot, I'm doing better. I've got one foot in the past and one foot in the present. And I'm really trying. And it's good that you're trying, but allow Jesus 
to help take that baggage away. Because as long as you have one foot in the past and one foot in the present, you will never, ever be able to move and step into the future. Are you with me? Jesus says in John chapter 10, The thief comes to only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He's, that's what he wants. What's happening in the other side with all this pack, past baggage is only meant to steal, kill, and destroy. That is Satan. But I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. It's only going to happen if we drop the bags of the past and walk into the future. I, I know that you may say, well, they're just, it's not that simple, Pastor. It's not that easy, I will agree. It's hard to do this. But it is that simple. It is a choice we make. And sometimes we need Jesus to help take it off our shoulder with us. But we have to release it. It's a choice. Rejoice or regret. To drop it. Think about it this way. That we need to switch out the signs we live by. Most of the time we're living by this sign, a baggage claim that we just claim all the baggage. Not only ours, but we're taking the baggage off of other people around us. And their, their baggage. And what happened in our family? Well, it must be mine. And it's all, we take all the baggage. We've got to say, you know what? We're going to get rid of that sign. And we're going to put a baggage drop-off sign. Where we're just going to go and we're going to drop our baggage off here. We're not going to pick it up. We're going to drop it off. Now, what does that really mean? That means that we take it to the foot of the cross. Even as we come today, remembering this and communion and what Jesus did for us. That whatever is the past, it can be under the blood of Jesus, can be covered over, can be made new. We've got to decide that, that we're going to check our baggage with Jesus. All the baggage of the past, even today as we come and some of the silent moments before him in, in communion here, that we're going to check our baggage with Jesus with the understanding that we're not going to get it back. We're going to take off with Jesus and leave our baggage behind because we will not need it in the new that he has taken us to. We don't need it. Wherever God has taken us, He's got everything we need. You're not helping your situation, your family situation, or other situations by allowing the baggage of regret, of past, whether it's mistakes or whatever. You're not helping yourself or anyone with you to move into the new that God wants to do, to experience that. Ask that the worship team would come. Father, we come before you and today we thank you for what you've done on the cross for us, Jesus. You paid the penalty. You took the punishment for all the past, the present, and future. And we just ask that this morning that you would bless this 
bread as it represents your body that was broken for us. You took the pain and you want to help us to move into where where you made for us because you didn't stay on the cross. And you didn't stay in the tomb. You rose up out of all of that, out of the punishment, out of the pain, out of death. You rose up out of it and you want us to join you and rise up out of all of that. Help us to walk away from the past the same way you walked out of that tomb and to move in to your future even now. Bless this time. Speak to us, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.